G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our final episode of our review and rank series for 2023. And it is all about Slovenia. Yes, it is about Slovenia. And it is our final episode. This is the 37th of all the 37 songs this year. But if you're listening into an order and you've come late, this will be the first episode you're listening to. <laughs> yes, it, possibly. Because that's the way it runs in a podcast list. So oh, that's either your first one or your last one. So either <laughs> welcome or thanks for putting up with us for this long. Yes. Well, shall we have a quick discussion about Slovenia, the country here at Eurovision? Now, Slovenia has participated since 1993. Their highest finish to date has been seventh places in 1995 and 2001. Now, in recent years, the country has had a mixed results in terms of grand final qualification and a definite pattern has emerged. Now, since 2012, they have a record of two consecutive non-qualifications, followed by two consecutive qualifications. So, for example, 2012, 2013, missed out, 2014, 2015, qualified. And that has been going on since then. Now, they're coming off two (laughs) non-qualifications in Rotterdam and Torino, with last year's contestants LPS finishing 17th, or last, in the first semi-final. So, if the pattern continues, we should have a qualification coming up. Well, who is this apparent guaranteed qualifier for, for Slovenia this year? Well, we have Joker Out and Carpe Diem. Well, Joker Out are a five-piece band formed in 2016 after another band fell apart. And basically, Boyan got two of those people from the original band, got a couple of others together, and formed the band we see today. So came out of a split, but it's obviously working well for them. Mm-hmm. They've released two albums since they've formed. They've had a string of singles that have done really well, and they've been recognized in Slovenia by winning the Newcomer of the Year in 2020 and Artist of the Year twice in 2021 and 2022 at the Zlata Pascal Golden Whistle Ooh. Awards in Slovenia. They're big names there. They're very popular. So it's no surprise to see that they were an internal selection for Liverpool this year. Yeah, I always love to see a country that can wrangle their biggest stars to come and appear. Often people will say, oh, you'll never get the big names. No, some countries actually do. They do indeed. And that's a a big turnaround. Newcomer 2020 and then BAMO artists two times in a row and then off to Eurovision. Mm. All right. Shall we talk about some of the pros on this one, Dale? Now, for me, there's just an effortless cool to this whole entry. Now, the band and the song, they just fit like a glove. It all just works. And we have one of the best front men in the contest here. He can perform to the crowd, but he can also connect down that camera. Yeah, I did say here, my second point, they know how to work a camera. That performance they did, not their official video, but the one to announce a song that was kind of done live in the studio with a lot of writhing teenage girls in the background very excited but they were connecting with the camera and not just the lead singer but all of them they know what to do that was really impressive and for the song itself despite it being in slovenian it's actually quite easy to kind of jump onto it and weirdly accessible i'm not sure i can possibly sing a couple of lines from it but weirdly 
I just find it quite easy to bop along to, to enjoy, and it had an immediacy to it straight away. And that, to me, even though it's in another language, Dale, says that the song is strong, and melodically in particular. You're Mm. right, I don't understand a word they're saying, but I know exactly how that song goes. And it's also a really nice blend of genres, because you can see there are musical reference from, you know, past genres and eras, but they keep it modern, and it sounds of today. Exactly, and it sounds like them. If you heard their other stuff that they do, this sounds like something they would do for their album, and it happens to be going to Eurovision. So that authenticity really speaks to it. Like, it just is natural. As you said, fits like a glove. That's such a good way to describe it. That's why language matters here. Yes, it would have been easy to maybe throw in a chorus or do it all in English, but the reason it works is because it's them. They're Slovenian. They sing in Slovenian. That's everything about them, and it's working so well here. Yeah, and I'll even go a bit further there with the authenticity. I think that even goes through to the band's demeanour, the way they carry themselves, not just on stage but off it. They're not trying to be some big rock stars. They're just being themselves, and you can tell. I'm also going to say here, there's a great balance between rock and pop here. It's almost like it's got some almost multi-generational appeal. I can imagine families sitting around watching them, and it's the parents are going to like that song, the kids are going to like that song, even the grandparents might even like it. So they've managed to do that without really compromising what they do as a band as well. And this is what people tune into Eurovision for. They want to like go, hey, my favorite was that Slovenian rock band. Yeah. That's what they want to do. Or they might say Slovakia and get it wrong, but someone will, you know, say it's Slovenia, vote for Slovenia. That's what Eurovision is. And that's what people want to see and discover this kind of stuff and go, hey, I don't know what they're saying, but that was a, that was a bop. That was good. Yeah, very much so. I remember in the days before Australia was in the contest, everyone would be tweeting and be like, who's this ultra cool Ukrainian person or whatever. So you're right. I think that really does hit home with uh, with audiences. Her name was Lata. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some of the drawbacks of the song here. Even though it's really likable and there's, there's that immediacy that we said and it was really quite good and you enjoy the melody of the whole thing, it's more an overall impression song. And I think when you have an overall impression song, it has a ceiling. And I think it still kind of lacks one killer hook or moment to grab onto to really take it to maybe the level it could be you know it could have been knocking on the door for those kind of top 10 top fives and i think it may struggle because of that yeah i've got that as well the song however good it is it naturally doesn't have these big moments that some of the other songs do so i really feel like it rocks along very nicely but it doesn't really grab me by the scruff of the neck for the three minutes and kind of you know keep my attention right there And let's talk about staging. We know that they can connect with the camera and they can do that really well, but that's still a long three minutes, you know, as good as they look down that camera. Let's talk about staging here. They're going to have the same issue all bands have. How can you connect with all the band members and do all those things that you need to do? And I just kind of think even though they connect really well with the camera, other bands have more to play with. You've got Voyager with those that big finish and that kind of soft start. You've got Lord of the Lost from Germany who just, you're going to look at them straight, straight away and that's scream staging. These screams, 
handsome Balkan boys do rock well and look down the camera. What else are you going to do? You're kind of missing something. I think the semi-final will be fine, but when you get to the grand final, that could become a little bit forgettable. Yeah, I will agree with that. And I think it goes on from my last point. The song doesn't grab me by the scruff of the neck. So something here has to grab people's attention, and that means it has to be the staging. Now, they're all good-looking boys. However, they do look a bit generic as well. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a bad way. So they have to somehow brand themselves apart to make sure that in that bigger lineup, it works. Yeah, and also Slovenia do struggle with the televote. They're in that weird part geographically where they're kind of in between a couple of different countries and traditionally looking at the televote, they often do struggle and they often get those single digit televote numbers. Now, I still think they'll get through the semi and all that, but when it comes down to the, you know, the big players, you just sometimes need a little bit of that love and you just don't want anything going against you. Yeah, no, fair enough. And my last one here is about the lineup uh, and a possible running order i agree with you i can see this on saturday night getting through without a problem but when we get to that grand final if they're up front or you know in that first four or five kind of entries i'm expecting a late malawi kind of result where we have this very serviceable pop song that just kind of falls away a little bit Well, as always with our review and ranks, Dale, it isn't just about our opinions. It's also that of the Aussie Vision team. And what have they thought of Joker Out and Slovenia? All right. Well, yes, the final ranking we're going to deliver here that the Aussie Vision team have given. They rank all the songs from first to 36, except for Australia. And they have put Slovenia in eighth place uh, i thought this might be a little of a sneaky top 10 coming up on this one it's nice to have a positive top 10 yes. because i tell you what the other three we have had recorded tonight have not been top 10 <laughs> <laughs> all right talk us through who's been uh, voting on this one well we had eight top 10s Ooh. out of the 21 that we know that's a really high number mm. and also the worst was 24th it's very good. That's good. That's good. Only really when we be talking about the top five is that we say, hey, the ceiling was 19th, the ceiling was 15th, the ceiling was 24th here. So that's a really solid result. Mm, very, very solid. And who are we hearing from today? We're hearing from Craig and we're hearing from Steve. Yeah, so this is not the sort of thing that I would have expected to have in my top five if you'd asked me six months ago. And yet, reader, it's just good. There's some clear 90s, 2000s influences in the mix here, which I'm really enjoying. But there's also some older influences that give this almost a 60s feel in places. I'm a particular fan of what I can only describe as the James Bond guitars that come in straight before the chorus. Love that. Uh, it also barely needs saying, but these guys are very charismatic live. The moment you see Bojan smirk at the start, you are hooked. And I really hope that they use audience interaction and maybe even the satellite stage to build on that in Liverpool and give this the feel of a proper band. This also has the dubious honour of being my Eurovision hating boyfriend's favourite song of the year, which makes me think that this might hit audiences that the others just don't. I'm hoping for a top 10 here. Don't know how likely that is, but it thoroughly, thoroughly deserves it. So for the second consecutive year, Slovenia are sending a group of guys to Eurovision. But unlike LPS, I'm reasonably confident that Joker Out will be seizing the day, get it, and making the grand final on Saturday. The song's really good live, that's when it comes into its own. The live vocals are great, 
I love the fact the decision was made to keep the song in Slovene rather than risking an English translation or an English version in which the lyrics are a bit basic or silly. So risk averted here. I particularly love the pre-chorus, although the chorus itself has got some good musical hooks. Slightly reminds me of um, maybe early Blur. It's got that kind of Britpop vibe, which could go down very well in the UK. And obviously it doesn't hurt that you have a handsome lead singer in Bojan looking down the camera. I think they'll comfortably make the grand final and, you know, do reasonably well once they get there. It's my favourite Slovenian song in a good while. All right, great comments there from both our contributors. And the boys have picked up on eight musical influences coming into this song. And there are quite a few, aren't they? Particularly that Britpop references and also that almost 70s guitar reference that uh, Craig brought up as well. And you can see them in there. I think we all know they're a pretty competent band. And I get the feeling we all think this is going to get through the grand final. Yeah, I think we all sound very confident about it. And yeah, exactly. They describe themselves as shagadelic rock with a kind of modern part, and that's exactly what they are. And I, these guys are picking up as well. I really liked um, Craig's point about maybe involving the, the crowd, maybe mm. using a satellite, thinking a bit outside the box because they can't match it for the firepower and the campness and the ridiculousness uh, in a good way that Germany and Australia are going to bring. Mm-hmm. So they're young, they're fresh, engage with a good, fun crowd who, you know, will be all over you basically. Mm. So, yeah, no, it's good. And Steve's right. Slovenian language, if it had gone to English, it could have really just made this a little bit simple. Yeah, really, really good point. All right, Dale, let's do our final rap and ranks of the season. Now, with this one, a lot to like about Joker Out and Carpe Diem. I can see why Joker Out are one of Slovenia's most popular bands, and Carpe Diem really seems to strike the right balance that will appeal to enough viewers to be successful. This is one of those entries that has hung around really good areas in my ranking since it was released and the song has been around for quite a while so that's a really really good sign somehow i can't shake the feeling that it just lacks a knockout punch to get a top 10 but i certainly wouldn't be discounting it i'm sure slovenia would just like to return to the grand final at this stage and i can see that happening really interested to see this one in liverpool i've ranked carpe diem in 11th 11th just outside the just 10. outside just Still, that's good. Yeah, just got pipped by a couple of others in the end. Croatia got ahead of it. Oh, Oh. Oh, best I not say anything about that. All right, yeah, just like you, I love this from the get-go. I just love the fact that Slovenia are sending a big act, doing something that is authentic to them and has an initial first listen appeal sung by a bunch of charismatic young lads. Listen to that ingredients list there. Mm -hmm. This has got it all written all over it to be a good entry. This is a song I've had on high rotation since it came out, very much like you. It's been pretty much sitting in my same ranking the whole way some have dropped below some have jumped in front but it's always been sitting around that same um, spot i just love what i hear from them i reckon they're definitely on their way back to the grand final i do have some question marks about how they'll go there but i think again it's going to come down to staging it's going to come down to what they can do i don't think it matters being in the grand final is their victory for sure but i've got them pretty high i place it in seventh place Uh, another top 10 good stuff yeah all right, awesome. so we're all around where the team was, and we've got some pretty good rankings there for this one. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of love for it. And, you know, as Craig said, his um, partner is winner of the year. This is definitely getting casual fans, hardcore fans from all over the world really enjoying this song. So yeah. 
Good on them. And it's really good to see for Slovenia because, you know, it has been a bit disastrous for them a couple of times recently, particularly last year. So, um, yeah, great to see. Yeah, do you remember being in that bar before we went to, um, it was just before, whichever show it was, and there was a bunch of Slovenians <clears throat> singing the song at the bar, and we were like, oh, bless, yes. enjoy it while it lasts. It was the best performance of that song <laughs> I heard for the entire time, to be honest. Oh, dear. All right. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us for not just this episode. If even whatever order this is that you're listening in, this is the last one we've recorded this season. Thank you so much for all your comments. They've been amazing. We've just been hearing people tweet us, email us about all sorts of things. People doing review and ranks on interviewing director candidates at their work and <laughs> wrapping it up like that. And that's just amazing to us to hear that kind of stuff. And I know this is this is one of the favorite things that we do every season. I know it's a lot of the favorite things that you guys love as well so thanks for going on this very long journey and michael thank you so much for editing all these i've still got this one to do um (laughs) no it is it's a lot of fun doing them it's a lot of hard work but um it's so satisfying when you get people coming back to you and commenting online or making jokes about it or even disagreeing with your opinion or whatever i really don't mind at all so no thanks so much there's a lot of team mike and a lot of team dale (laughs) unfortunately there's more team mike which i think i'm worried about people but yep thank you so much and um we'll see you for our future episodes our weeklies and of course our coverage in liverpool yeah thanks so much for joining us catch you later As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.